It's party time. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. Let's get into it. Uh, We're in the Mothership Studio 22. Puppet Master Mark. Super Chris Cruz driving us into the nether regions of all things insanity. My buddy Eric July is in the house, sitting in a hot seat. Welcome back. Glad you're here. Hey, I'm glad to be here, man. It's always fun. For canon's sake, yes. uh, I've always wanted to ask you, didn't know if it's a sore subject or something like it, something delicate to get yeah. into or something, but that's your YouTube channel. Yeah, it's the, it's the name of the show, uh, For Cannon's Sake, you know what I mean? And I So if they look you up on YouTube, they look up Eric July? Or they'll find Cannon's me either sake. way because uh, yeah. like it's tagged up. So they'll find me under Eric July under the actual URL, which is Young Ripper 59 I've had that since I was 16, <laughs> uh, not changing it. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, For Cannon's Sake is the show that we do every, every day. Now, at the YouTube, though, we do grab clips. And whatnot from the show, and they can all see those all on Young Ripper Five Nine. How'd you come up with that name for Canon's sake? It's uh, it's a comic book reference. You know, Canon is something that is important. Like to uh, you think American comic books kind of steered in a different direction these days, but you know the concept that something happened it matters. It's uh, important to that character, uh, and uh, that's what the whole show started as it was mm-hmm. always a show that i wanted to mix in the passion with the comic book stuff with the other various political or social stuff that i talk about so uh for canon's sake was the the idea like for canon's sake because the importance of it kind of the it's 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 it, dc and marvel for example have gone in a completely different direction where you know they do random stuff random changes and canon yeah. doesn't matter at all and that's kind of the the theme for the show Let's talk. I'm curious. Let's talk about comic books for a little while. Yep. As a kid, I grew up. I had big collection. Comic book fan. I was an X Men fan. There you go. I think. I think the most valuable comic book I ever had was number three. Right. X Men number three. Okay. Uh, and then my, I have brothers that used to steal all my shit and take it to the <laughs> pawn shop so they could get drinking money. Right. So I don't have anything left. They took my coin collection. They Damn. took my comics. Anything of any value from my childhood, freaking gone. Um, were you are you DC or Marvel? I'm, bo- I'm I'm a little bit of both. Um, my thing was I kind of got in. I got in with DC first. Flash was kind of my introduction okay. in the '90s uh, to to comic books. But as I certainly aged, uh, it was like either or. Certainly for me, my favorite character characters though growing up, it first started with Flash, and then it ended up being Batman. But still, man, my I would say I probably have just as many. Well, my collection is massive. I have just as many Marvel comics as I do DC. What's your opinion on the movies based on comics? Look, I, I like with, for example, like you take what we most, for the most part, talk about right now with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's like the big comic book universe yeah. realm that we discuss. I think that it started in a decent, decent direction uh, where it was pulling aspects of source material uh, as they're like main drivers of the narratives. And a lot of people don't seem to know that, whether it be even with like Civil War. These are ideas that came from the comic book, even mm. with Thanos. And uh, that was basically uh, a rehash of kind of the Thanos uh, quest going into like his war, um, uh, the Finney Gauntlet arc. And I love that they would do stuff like that where they would look. I can't expect it to be a one by one for what exactly happened in the comics, though I certainly would welcome that. And we've seen accuracy uh, done like that before. But the idea that they would pull from that and then try to honor it at minimum was something that I appreciated. But as it kept going, the worse it got with that, where you had... (laughs) weird like depictions of characters like you got this black valkyrie that doesn't make any sense you have uh what they did to marvel in the captain marvel movie like where there's a woman now like all that type of needless change was certainly what turned guys like myself off so when they were doing uh the avengers Mm -hmm. and what was it Endgame? 
Endgame was the was like the what people see. And, and see they did the, that one scene where suddenly all the girls are like, "Oh my god!" I, I was like, "I'm done with this now. <laughs> like I'm done with all movies." So forced. It was and, like and so was like, forced. Suddenly they show that one scene where all the girls get strong, and I was like, <laughs> "F it, I'm out." Uh, <laughs> so I and I literally was. I mean, like you follow the story to see, okay, who's been gone for five years and who's going to come back. I, I wanted to see the whole story. Yeah. You want to follow it, the Thors, the the um, Iron Man, all that stuff. I like the way they played all that in there together. But like, then I quit. So like, I don't. What is it? The Immortals? Uh, the Eternals. Eternals. The Eternals, Eternals. Eternals. Yeah, that was dog crap. I didn't see I, it. I, I, haven't, I yeah, refused yeah, to watch not, it because I just thing. assumed. Same thing. Like it's like I, I'm a, I'm completely off board. Like I'm the biggest comic guy in the world. Like I won't see anything. I won't yeah. see anything coming from these uh, companies. A lot of it's philosophical, but you know, look it, to me. These companies, particularly Marvel and Disney, they're spitting in the face of the customers at this point. Uh, mm. And it ain't about us. It's about agenda, like you mentioned, with that needless scene. Like it was, so, <laughs> it was so forced. Like it wasn't even organic. Like and yeah. it, it was like, why on earth on this massive battlefield do all the female characters get up at some point and and, and do some like, hey, look at us, we're all yeah. women, and it's like. That doesn't even make sense. Yeah, we're gonna make our vaginas glow. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, eh, look, we're we're drawing vagina power. Uh, the <laughs> what about like so the the and they, they brought the universes together on the yeah. multiverse with the Spider Man, right? The new one. Apparently, something like that happened where that that really confirmed that this whole multiversal thing is happening and then they have obviously this new Doctor Strange which that's the whole theme of it is like the multiverse and the oh. madness so they're going to introduce uh, and I'm not, I've never been the biggest fan of, of multiverses anyway uh, but I think what that is is going to be their kind of and I call it this I think it's going to be their introduction because now that Disney has all these properties which they couldn't you couldn't bring in the X-Men and right, all of right. them now now they can and how do you try to make it make it make sense that well these other characters exist uh and they should be roughly the same age or something like that like how do you get the fantastic this is how they're going to use it oh okay. well they just on a different universe or something like yeah. that. yeah it's always weird to me i get it but i don't get it i, I but i get it yeah um and i guess i'll have to see the new batman i'll wait till it hits the small i think screen. it just hit like hbo max i think it just yeah like last did night. it hit i think it just hit I haven't been home, so I'll watch it at some point in time just because you gotta. Yeah. You gotta. But, you know, again. And, and okay, so let's talk about this. The reason I want to get into that, and we got plenty of places to go today, but you're like subject matter expert in this world. When we talk about parallel economy, parallel creative, yeah. all of these kind of things, we see what's going on with Disney. There's no doubt about it. The woke mob has taken over. They're forcing a uh, uh, hypersexualized agenda down the throats, especially towards our children. They're wanting to see, you know, we saw the leaked footage. They want to see 50% of the characters are gay, <laughs> all this kind of stuff. I don't know why any of that stuff matters. Again, it's back to the virtue signaling. Mm. It's back to a creating a world that ultimately doesn't exist. So they're making reality into a cartoon, Absolutely. if you will. Absolutely. What do we do? I mean, I'm a creative guy. You're a creative guy. I, I, I wish I had the tools to bring out the things that are in my brain sometimes without help. Yeah. But what do we do here? What we're going to have to do is enter into an age of what I believe is like what I've called it is more of a creative renaissance. Mm -hmm. And I think this is the greatest opportunity that we're probably going to get to do this because now more than ever you have people that – they know something is wrong at mm. minimum, even if they still go watch a movie here or whatever, like they know something is fundamentally incorrect with how these companies are, are utilizing the platform it is that they have. Now, the thing that I appreciate about this day and age is that, and I talk about this all the time, 
uh, and what I'm trying to do, for example, with starting my own comic book company, <coughs> is that we have the means they're more accessible than what they ever had. Because mm. you look at really a, a lot of these mega corporations are operating on a very archaic model. Because think about it, you look at like Disney; they have control of like Star Wars, Luke, you know, Lucasfilm. They have control of uh, Disney has control of Marvel and all these other assets that they have, and uh, various other like projects that they'll buy. But now, you know, back or back in the get back in the day, I almost said back in the gay, which makes sense for Disney Very for what much they're doing. So. Nice Freudian uh, slip, yeah, Eric. exactly. <laughs> uh, but you know, in order for your stuff to get seen by the public, you had to go in that direction of okay, there's a ceiling, right? You're gonna hit it at some point, so I have to if I want to make money off of it or I want to get wealthy off of it, I'm going to have to license or sell it to a bigger entity mm -hmm. those days i think are completely behind us now it's not to say that they don't have an advantage with this massive pool of money but now we could do it as well like we can more more individuals are incentivized to keep keep control of their properties as opposed to selling it off like mm -hmm. we see some people in the comic book space i'm mentioning all the time like in the comics game community like these guys have made millions of dollars off of like crowdfunding, an element that just simply wasn't available to us because the internet had been developed and social media wasn't right. to what it was right now. And again, the, the, this stuff is now more affordable. So I found this and started my comic book company. Yeah, it's taking a lot of money to do it. But again, this is something that I could cut out the middle mass. See, people ask me all the time, who you publishing through? I'm like, I'm self-publishing. I can do that now. Like it's, these are things yeah. that I didn't have access to. So once folks... As creatives start doing that, and then you get, let's say, people that are customers that are like, look, why do I want to continue to fund people that hate me? I don't mm. have to do that anymore because there's an alternative now. Once that's happening, you see the economic model get updated, and I think these guys are going to be, they got, they got one or two options. They're going to pivot. Or they're going to go down and run into, run themselves into the ground to the point to where they start, again, selling off these assets to other other companies and somebody else will be in charge of it. But I think we're we're at a great spot historically and we yeah. just have to take advantage of it. I think we are. I think it is economically. I think it is in terms of business models. I think you've got a lot of tools at your hand, which is an advantage. Um we talk about people that just are by and large effing lazy right yeah. now. They don't want to go to work. You know, they're living off of government. So, so there's an opportunity for people who want to be creative, people that are, want to hustle, people that want to be industrious, everything from the business world to the creative world and how the creative world mixes back into the business world. There's a ton of stuff that's out there. That's why, like, you know, even publishing that book right there, I, I, as far as I, I'm about to put out another book here pretty soon, I'm going to self-do it. I'm there not. Why? Yeah, why not? Wow. And I think that's the, the the idea that a lot of people don't seem to understand. I think once you actually do it, you start to realize that this is very capable. I'm very capable of doing that. And a lot of yeah. people don't understand that. It's like because we're still operating under this perceived legitimacy that all these mega corporations have. So it's like, well, in order to see success, you have to go through what they have deemed as the proper channels. But then as you realize, as, as definitely as a creative, and I'm pretty sure everybody here that's in this building that's that's tried to do their own stuff, you start to realize just how capable you are mm -hmm. and just how accessible like means are that you can make something happen and sure you may have to pay a little uh, out of pocket to make you know you can envision something so let me pay someone else to do that but as far as maintaining control you can do that 
And yeah. it, it simply wasn't available to us before. So this is why I say it, it, it's almost a form of, I talk about decentralization all, all the time. It's almost a form of that as well. If we move into this new era, I don't know how the next 10 years is going to look, but it'd be more preferable. I think we all would agree if instead of having a mega corporate entity like a Disney that had bought off all of these assets, we had a a, a, a different like parallel economy that had a lot of people had, had success, but they're relatively to Disney smaller entities. So, you know, we I control what I do over here. And then there's another person that may be in the same like industry, but they're doing their thing and they maintain control of that. To me, that's far more preferable than a Disney. And we now have the means to make something like that happen. I want us to do it right here at Blaze. Like, I, yeah. I don't care if it's a freaking puppet show. Yeah, I, I just want us to put out entertainment programming. Yes. This, you know, I mean, this show's a clown show, but that's a different story. <laughs> I, I want to, you know what I'm saying? I mean, the resources are there. You Absolutely. got guys like Beck who are creative. He's an artist. You know, it, it's, it's, I we have know. a lot of talent in this building. There's a like lot. Like, a lot. Like, there's, not even joking. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff going on here, and it could be good. There's a lot of resources. I was just in here talking about, number one, the space we've got here and just all the equipment that's just sitting around dormant. I mean, yeah. just not, not in use. Yeah. I said just a little while ago, I said it to Mark, I said, if we could snap our fingers, pull a Thanos, right? If you could just snap your fingers and all the equipment around here that's not being used and probably never will be used around here could just disappear, this would be a pretty clean plot, yeah. spot. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Right now, it's a little crowded in some yeah. areas. But uh, anyway, no, I, I think we, you know, this is important. And I know folks that might listen to this show or watch this show, and they're like, well, what the hell are y'all talking about? This is the future. I, I really, truly believe if we're going to change culture in a big way, it changed the way we, we approach programming, approach creativity, entertainment, all of these things. And I know there's a lot of folks out there who say, well, screw the entertainment industry. No, screw you. Yeah, exactly. The entertainment yeah, industry is a, is a great way to change culture. Yes. That's how you do it. Yes. You know, I had an agent in L.A. I had a manager in L.A. I used to, you know, my office was in Beverly Hills for a number of years because I was with Lionsgate. I was out there pitching sitcoms. We were pitching scripts, stuff like that. And I was like, why am I going to sit across the table at ABC, Fox, TBS, CBS, NBC? They hate my guts. Yeah. They hate. They know me. They hate my guts. They're going to sit there and give me that little fake ass smile. And I'm pitching some really creative ideas that are out here. And why am I going to keep going out there pandering to them? Yeah. Wasting my money to jump on an airplane to fly to L.A. to go do this kind of stuff. And they kept saying, we believe that we could take this back. You can't take that shit back. Not at all. It ain't coming back. Not at all. It's, it's dead. Done. It's done. It's gone. It, we, we've seen it. I mean, at the end of Star Wars, you got two women kissing each other in celebration. Why? Why? Yep. Why has anybody got to be kissing at all? Mm. Doesn't have. I mean, in the first Star Wars, I remember. You know, I was what 1979. I was a little kid. They hugged at the end. There wasn't nobody kissing. <laughs> now you got to have two women kissing to have the whole deal. Anyway, I. Anyway, let's go to a break. We got, I got more shit to talk about. Hey, in these politically charged times, conservatives need to vote with their dollars. Minutemen Coffee. They're a new sponsor. They are the coffee for American patriots. Constitutionally based, family-owned company, steadfast in their belief that all freedom-loving Americans deserve products from companies that share their beliefs without fear of cancellation or retaliation from the woke mob. Minute Man, Minute Men Coffee believes in your constitutional rights, puts their money where their mouth is, uh, and they're going to send you a copy of the Constitution in every order so you can bring this important conversation to the coffee table and educate the next generation of constitutional patriots. It's amazing coffee. It's, it's small batched. It's handcrafted for family farms across the globe, roasted to perfection and delivered fresh to you. I've had a lot of coffee. Everybody's got a coffee company these days. Everybody's selling coffee. But Minutemen Coffee hits the mark when it comes to taste and aroma. I'm sure you will love it as much as I do. Plus, with Minutemen Coffee, you'll get a full 
pound of coffee for less than most companies charge for only 12 ounces. Just go to MinutemenCoffee.com. Use code CHAD. I spell it Chad at checkout for 15% off your first order. Not only will you be spending your hard-earned dollars with a patriotic company, but you're going to love this coffee. So join us in this coffee revolution. Wake up without going woke at MinutemenCoffee.com. Use code Chad. Be right back. Before we go any further, I want to remind everybody. I got to remind everybody because I got to sell tickets. Uh, next Friday night, April 29th, going to be at Dosi Do down in uh, the Woodlands. It sounds like a redneck place, but it, it is. <laughs> Confirmed. I like it. It's a dinner. It's a listening room for music, man. It's a great place. It'll be like the fifth or sixth time I've been there. And uh, watchchad.com's got tickets for it. But they serve dinner, drinks, the whole thing with, with your tickets. So it's a pretty badass place. Yesterday, or Monday night, we gave away a TV, my T-shirt company. We, if you ordered last week, for every order, we entered you so many times to win this television. I'd ordered one for my mother, and they sent it to me. So I mm-hmm. bought her another one and gave this TV away. Boy, people were bitching uh, yesterday on social media. They're like, because I made a video of giving it away. Yeah. Surprised the person, Natalie. Surprised her, that's her name. And Because uh, I went and hand-delivered it, because she was actually in the DFW area. Oh, nice. So we drove up and went to her. And... Um, People were bitching. They're like, she lives in too nice of a house to be giving her stuff. Like, and I was like, y'all are really assholes. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you could have rigged this for less fortunate people. I'm like, this is this is not how that works. Yeah. Like, it was a drawing. And she won, right? And that's yeah. like, what the hell, we do man? a lot of charity stuff, but damn, <laughs> man, like, that's not the point. <laughs> anyway, side note, side note. We we're giving away gas cards this week. We're giving away. Well, they actually gas cards and prepaid Visa cards. We just give a shit away. No. I mean, you got to buy stuff to get a chance to win it, but whatever. That's how we do business. It makes it fun. Uh, Twitter's going crazy over Chris Pratt, speaking of cartoons and uh, comics. Cartoons. You know Butch Hartman did uh, Danny Phantom and Fairly Odd Parents. Okay, and all. okay. okay so yeah, Butch, yeah. Butch has been on my show a couple times before. He's a friend. He, he and Seth McFarlane came up together. They were good buddies. Oh, nice. McFarlane went Family Guy route. He went more wholesome family cartoons with com- uh, cartoon network he did danny phantom fairly odd parents and stuff like that he's a good follow actually on instagram okay drawing stuff out they'll ask him if he could draw spider-man in a danny phantom fashion because he's pretty cool stuff i just appreciate artists like that but he's one who's tried to go that alternative way yeah. even away from the cartoon network to do some things kind of cool um but anyway so chris pratt of course he's star lord we all know this he also tends to have some kind of Christian and conservative uh, um, tendencies and views that are out there. So apparently, and I have not seen this, I saw that he was going to be in something or there was some new comic movie coming out. Is it Thor? Thor. Yeah, he's going to be an upcoming. He's going to be any upcoming, making an appearance in the upcoming Thor. And apparently everybody's lashing out on him. I don't, anyway, apparently he's a homophobe or something. I don't know. Uh, have you got the trailer to that? I, want, I haven't seen it, so I want to see it. Let's play it. These hands were once used for battle. Now they're but humble tools for peace. I need to figure out exactly who I am. Path. Live in the moment. 
days are over. So, I okay. So there was a little gay reference there. Thor looked in the eyes of uh, Peter, whatever his name is. Um, <laughs> so there was there was a little uh, homoerotic scene there where he got lost. They got lost in one another's eyes, apparently. Um, and so Twitter went crazy over that. Um, Woke up to the news about Thor. So glad to see it's gay. I hope Piss Pratt had the worst effing time of his entire life. I've never watched a single Marvel movie, but I'll be watching Thor Love and Thunder solely because I want to see Chris Pratt visibly hold back slurs while, uh, whatever. Taika Watiti. Oh, yeah. The, puts him in the gayest shit ever in HD. <laughs> when I found out Chris Pratt was Republican and homophobic, I cried... But years later, fast forward, and now I'm so happy that Star-Lord has to be subtly gay with Thor. People really are interesting, aren't they? Yeah. They, they got a problem. <laughs> they, like, the, the, their vision of Chris Pratt is bizarre. Um, yeah. But no, that's what happens when you're in that. This is why we need to completely detach from Hollywood, because they're yeah. spiteful. Uh, a lot of people don't know that they made recently, and keep in mind, this is after he had played Star-Lord, they made Star-Lord bisexual. In yeah. the comic books. Right. If you don't think that's out of spite right. for him, of course. you're out of your mind. That's exactly what it is. Like yeah. they, he's, he is, he, well, they think that he is so far like the, I guess the antithesis of what it is that they believe you should be if you're going to be a part of them. Again, see what happened. It'll probably end up happening to him, but see what happened like to Gina Carano as well, mm. same company in oh. Disney. It's the same with like they don't think that you should be above their ranks and they're so spiteful that they do things specifically out of, of spite. It's not about story. It's not about these characters. It's not about the customer. It's about spite. That's yeah. why they are doing what it is that they're doing. And this is why I just think you know, we should defund this crappy company. I think there's a new, uh, like, a fin finale for the Jurassic Park thing coming out, too, yeah. with everybody that's ever been in a Jurassic Park movie, except the old man who's dead. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he'll be gay in that, too. I don't know. Um, I want to see some gay lizards, man. I want to see Dino Gay. Love and Thunder. Um <laughs> Rogan defended him, though. Um, this was last December. He said, what is this bully pile on? You see someone being vulnerable, and you could snipe at them, and you don't have any repercussions. That They're not in front of you, so you attack the guy. Um, I, yeah. But, I mean, it, it, people are filled with hate. I mean, there's no doubt about it, it that kind of stuff. It's just like what – I don't know the guy, the, the guy that does the news on Saturday Night Live. We played that clip uh, earlier this week where they was talking about Elon Musk buying Twitter, and he said – 
for that much money, it just shows you how bad a white dude wants to say the N word on yeah. Twitter. They, they have they have a meme like when they can't meme. So they're <laughs> how they like see the world is through this lens that is just fake, right? So yeah. they have this view of not just the Elons of the world or the Chris Pratt's, the guys that are like in their sector of popularity, but also like guys like us and they who they need us to be in order for their nonsensical arguments to be valid. Chris, you tell me that Eric did an eight second YouTube in response to that in the Thor thing? Yeah, I would like to What'd officially you welcome uh, Eric. The only reason why he's here on the today on, on Wednesday is because his take on this trailer was phenomenal. Eight seconds, go. Would you go. You playing or is he saying it? He's saying it. What'd you say? say Not it itched it. And you can go see that if you want to check it out. But that, those are my views. Not interested. <laughs> Not interested. Not interested. And honestly, guys, I feel like on a serious note, other people shouldn't be. They're not making these movies with you. You've already seen this. Thor searching for himself, trying to find out who he We've already seen that. Yeah, he's not fat anymore yeah, we, like the last movie. We, yeah. We've already seen that. They got this, what they call a King Valkyrie, right? Black King Valkyrie makes no sense. There's no semblance of like who Thor is and in in, in like how they, their approach is to these, to these movies. Just leave it alone. I say let this come. I'm like dead serious. Seriously, look at Disney. Of all the entertainment companies that exist, it's the one to me that's the easiest to defund because mm. they don't provide anything that is needed, right? Everything mm. is entertainment, like everything. Like it's not anything that's like, okay, Disney delivers my water bottles or something like that. Yeah. Like, no, it's not my food or anything. No, it's yeah. just- it's They're just, not Amazon. Yeah, right? They're just, right. It's just strictly entertainment. I cannot go to their parks. I cannot fund their stupid movies. Uh, where they do stuff out of spite. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I think for, uh, I hate to beat a dead horse here, but like the Gina Carano thing should have been a message to everybody that's not a leftist as far as what this company, it, it, where their direction is and what it is that they are uh, are going to be perpetuated going into the future. That, that you're not, you're simply not welcome. However, they do depend on our dollar. Mm -hmm. they, they might not admit it. They might not admit it, but they depend on our. Could you imagine what 80, 80 something million people what they voted for? Could you imagine if all of those made a vow to themselves and said, "We're just not going to support this company"? Yeah, Disney's done. They're simply done. They absolutely depend on money from the people yeah. that they hate. That's true. Um, and and spite and and are going to call you out. Um, and again, I brought up that thing about the Elon Musk and the Saturday Night Live thing because that's how far out of touch with reality so many of those people on the left are. Yeah. Those progressive left is, is if, even if Elon Musk bought that, I don't think literally anybody's going to just suddenly start screaming the N-word on right, Twitter. Right, right. But that's their perception. That's their perception, and therefore they've got to villainize people like me and you. They've got to villainize people like Chris Pratt because, you know, uh, left to their own devices, there'll be no more civility, mm. you know, God forbid. Uh, which again i say look if we didn't want civility there wouldn't be civility right right if we were really that gonna come at you like that you'd have a problem we only got all the guns <laughs> that is very true that is very true oh uh, you've heard me talk about the three week rule is the best financial advice ever wait three weeks to buy a car wait three weeks to refinance your home mortgage wait three weeks to finance any major purchase why three weeks because that's how fast the average score master user takes to boost his or her credit score on average 61 points 61 points added to your credit score can save you tens of thousands in 
everything you finance. ScoreMaster technology was developed by credit data scientists to boost your credit score higher and faster than you thought possible. ScoreMaster is so easy, it takes about a minute to get started. You don't have to wait months for your best credit score. Try ScoreMaster for free. See how many plus points you can add to your credit score. Go to scoremaster.com slash Chad. That's scoremaster.com slash Chad. Again, scoremaster.com slash Chad. We'll be right back. Welcome back, all you crazy people. It's time for us to get into it. Hey, one of the more enjoyable mysteries of life is that you just never know when the next verse of The Ballad of Butthole Eyes is going to emerge. And every time it does, it has the singular and almost paradoxical distinction of being different, yet almost 100% the same verse as the last one. Yes, Lori Lightfoot, the present mayor of the great city of Chicago and a fashionable Batman villain, so convincing that she outranks actual Batman villains in terms of the over-the-top scariness. That Lori Lightfoot has once again ascended from her underground lair slash hair salon to preside over the fate of her town. Seriously, though, this lady... She scares the bejesus out of me. You got to imagine that every time she signs an executive order, a bat gets its wings. Speaking from her podium made of human skulls, the good mayor announced the other day that there will be a new program in Chicago, one which gives low-income families $500 a month as part of a plan to promote, quote, equitable recovery from everything that's gone on during the COVID pandemic. In a voice made husky by years of all the demons trying to talk at the same time, she said... I remain committed to making an equitable recovery from the pandemic to stabilize and ensure the well-being of all residents. The Chicago Resilient Communities pilot is a way for us to efficiently support the communities and households that were hardest hit by the pandemic with dignity, as well as build on our work to eradicate poverty. I'm deeply proud to launch the largest cash assistance program of its kind in the country as we continue to provide economic relief to residents and strengthen our city, end quote. Then she said a bunch of extra stuff in Latin, breathe fire into a microphone and let just whatever left to go get lunch uh something like that anyway look there's a lot to unpack about this first of all not every low-income household in chicago will be receiving these payments it's a lottery system so i don't know you get a scratch off ticket if you get double butthole eyes you win maybe i don't know second of all this comes wrapped up inside a 1.2 billion dollar chicago recovery plan and that includes things like handing out gas cards which was proposed recently on a federal level and summarily rejected on the very stable grounds that it doesn't fix the problem at all in short chicago will soon be even further enmeshed in the welfare state than it already was those of us on the right understand that this only makes poverty worse and Chicago's fate as a destination city is predictable and sad. And it really is sad. From a leftist perspective, of course, this is a massive win. The war on poverty is as full of people with their heads in the clouds as it ever was. And now we get to throw the term and the idea of equity into boot. Yeah, you didn't think I was going to comment on that part, did you? This is a mayor who has gone on record stating that she would only do interviews with non-white reporters. The term equity to Lori Lightfoot has about the same resemblance to its original meaning as the word statistic did to Stalin. Folks, there's a good argument to be made that in the early days of the pandemic, government entities that shut down everyday American life might bear some responsibility to help kickstart the economy back up, but we're almost halfway through 2022 and that shit's been over for a while now. 
You want to help Mayor Lightfoot? Get out of the way of your city's economy. Give up the tyrannical level of power that you've been feeding off of for years now and deregulate and privatize. Then rinse and repeat until the filth of leftist socialism is finally washed out of your damn city. It ain't going to happen, but boy, boy, can we dream. I, I don't know how we continue to pour this much ignorance into society and people go, hmm, that's a good idea. It's not a good idea. Never has been. Welfare statism is among some of the most evil policies that exist in this country. Um, It incentivizes failure. It incentivizes uh, you to because what it says says so as long as you're at this line, we're going to give you the money you get above it. We're taking it all away. So what incentive (laughs) do do you have to get out there and go be be great? But think about it. It is a Democrat after all. And if Democrats actually had solutions for the problems, they wouldn't be in power. Uh, So they need them to be where they're at. So this is like, let's say, property taxes in Texas. I've bitched about this over and over again. You know, you got your property taxes already high. I want to build a deck out back. That's guess what that's going to do. That's going to skyrocket it right on through the deal. So I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't. If I want to make anything better about my life, well, they're going to tax me even more. They're going to penalize me even more. So what I'm doing is I'm incentivized now to keep my house a shithole. Yep. So that it doesn't go up any value. So why am I going to pull myself up and out? Exactly. Uh, pull yourself up by your bootstraps as you will. Why am I going to do that? Well, because if I pull myself out of the hole, I, now I'm accountable. Yep. Right? Exactly. You know, people talk about, oh, we got we got the stimulus package, you know, during the COVID relief. We were getting the stimmy checks and stuff like that. Well, now you got 900% inflation. Mm-hmm. So they're getting all that back. Absolutely. I mean, and that's what the, you know, what they call them low information voters. But just generally stupid, economically illiterate people don't look at things in terms of like the long term. It's always Mm -hmm. the current and the right now. And they think that, well, they can overdo economic law. But the reality always sets in. And again, you speak about the inflation issues. It's those same people that she's trying to appeal to. That are going that are getting hit the most by that inflation, those inflationary issues in which their money doesn't go as far yeah. as what it did previously. Yeah. These guys are criminals, man. No, they really are. And you know good and well. People like the Lightfoots of the world and the and the Hokels in New York mm. and Newsom and and just these and that's, those are governors, but I mean you bring it down on the city level. I like I used to like going to Chicago, right? I there's certain places in America I used to like to go visit. I like to go to Chicago. I don't want to live there, but I'd go for a few days, eat good food, see things, and have a good time. I don't want to go. No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, definitely after this, all this COVID mess, there's so no. many places where I like. I have zero interest to go in these uh, areas. Uh-uh. And, like, and, and as far as I'm concerned, like even the airline industry, a guy that used to fly almost a quarter million miles a year, and now I don't. Even with the mask thing being lifted, I still don't want to go on your damn yeah, airplane. Yeah, definitely, we don't have like you can go without going to these areas. Like, you know, if, if I got if I got abused by Uncle Kenny when I was a kid, I don't want to go to Uncle Kenny's house now. Even though I'm grown now, and Uncle true. Kenny's in a wheelchair. That's true. I, I don't want to go. You you screwed me. You know, you can skin a fox and, and, once and again, after that, it gets touchy. That, and it hurts these areas economically, especially those that depend so much on, like, travel um, and people va- visiting vacations and stuff like that. This is stuff that we're going to be feeling the ramifications for this economically for the next, like, probably decade and some change. At least. And, that, yeah, that's at minimum for sure. At and least. And these people are all culpable for it, man. Piss me off. <laughs> I like this, though. 250,000 people with health insurance went bankrupt last year due to medical cost. How about that? 
There's nothing stopping insurance companies and hospitals from continuing to raise prices. But thanks to today's sponsor, CrowdHealth, you can use the power of community to make health care affordable. CrowdHealth is putting the community back in community health care and giving its members access to high quality care for up to 60 percent less in the process. Yep, 60 percent. You pay one low monthly total to fund your account and get access to CrowdHealth in the community. One hundred percent of your monthly contribution directly funds and reduces the health care cost of the community. You're going to pay the first five hundred dollars of a health event the rest gets submitted to the crowd health community members for funding and unlike insurance you're not limited to doctor networks when looking for care don't let health care costs stand between you and your future join crowd health today right now you can get your first six months for just 99 dollars a month that's almost 50 percent off the normal price and a lot less than a high deductible health care plan just go to crowd i'm sorry let me start over go to join crowdhealth.com use promo code chad at sign up that's join crowdhealth.com promo code chad crowd health is not health insurance it's a total totally different way of paying for health care terms and conditions may apply be right back I don't know if you guys saw that video of the cop uh, punching the protester. Is that a BLM deal? Yeah. I think it was. My new, my new phrase for BLM is bitches looting money for Patrice Cullors. Bitch looting money. Like um, there, There's the video of what happened, and then there's the context of what happened around. Let's play the, the one everybody's seeing. Get out of my fucking kid's face, bro. Get out of my fucking kid's face, bro. That's a woman? Okay. Are we sure about that? Yeah, I need- First things first, I see what y'all were doing by sending mostly black cops in there to deal with that. But the one white dude had a dog. That's bad PR. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was bad PR right there. Oh, man. On That's the uh, Wilkinsburg, Pennsylvania Police Department. The one white dude had the dog. I don't think that's a good idea. Uh, all right, there was that. Now let's play the full context. F-bombs, I think. <laughs> There's a lot of English majors there. Um, what do you think? It's, look, I, I don't even know, and I tried to, because I was going to talk about this on my show, I didn't know, like, what the actual context was of, like, like I guess they were just there shouting and, and like, being in the way of, I don't know, traffic or, or something of that nature, and that's why they had ended up appearing. The way I look at, despite me being an anarcho-capitalist, the way I look at, like, policing and the way I look at cops, 
Uh, y'all remember that instance where that one <laughs> cop shot that chick that was about to stab that one uh yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah. y'all remember that it was rare back it, ready to stab her yeah. yeah that was literally he was i mean it's about as clear as it, it, it as it gonna get with the with the video of that and i look at it like obviously when 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 these guys are in air and there's some sort of you can argue that the existence of them violation of private property rights i'm certainly going to be right there with you but like any event that the rare event that they get in the way of people that are using aggression on pe- on pe- peaceful people, whether it be through whatever means, obviously that's going to be more preferable than whatever other nonsense it is that they are certainly doing. So I look at it like, okay, let's say that not that given situation, but let's say if it was a situation where we lived in a private law society and, and a chick was about to rear back and stab another, mm-hmm. uh, another girl and someone shot that person, we would think twice about it like oh well that was justified right right so i look at it like that and trying to look at it from a okay how would an irrational person act in a free and and, and certainly in a free society but now you have these people unfortunately like you got to understand the folks that we're dealing with this is why like i told y'all defund the police i think i said it on the show it was always a scam of a of like a, a movement like it was never about actually trying to find creative ways so people could protect themselves this yeah. is why it was the same people that would say defund on the police would then advocate against uh, gun rights. You know what I mean? Like those are you can't you can't have both both of those. Like that doesn't even make any any sort of sense because they were always always fraud. Yeah. So you know I look at it from certainly that perspective. I know certainly other people uh, don't, but the people that are like are screaming at them, they're not on our side. Yeah. You know, it's not people that like value liberty. I'm not, I'm sure that chick right there that's screaming at the cop isn't going around saying yeah I want to privatize uh, certain. No, that's not that's not her her position certainly at all. She's going into it screaming, yelling, and then she's some fuck. Marxist of some sort, and that's just yeah. what they do. They go to make shit, mix shit up, and that's what and they what do. They got what they wanted in yeah, the video I mean, right conflict. there. Yeah. Like, they're going into it with the idea that there needs to be conflict. Like that's yeah. And again, I don't care whether you're a cop, a regular civilian, if you're going into a situation that I am going to, like, I want, con- like, legitimate, like, physical, violent confrontation, and then you get it, what am I supposed to do? Go take your side? <laughs> like I, I'm sorry, I can't do that. I don't care what side. It's like when those remember the uh, doing the whole COVID stuff. Though he had those Marxists that were beefing. I think it was in Portland or something beefing with the cops. And he had all these libertarians mad at me because I was like, I'm not getting involved in that gang war. They deserve each other, so let them fight it out. <laughs> of course, yeah. of, of course. course. Why not? Why do I gotta take sides of Marxists? Why would I do yeah. that? Yeah, it's like, I they, are they gonna come defend me? Think, think about it. If someone came up the blaze, yeah. which would be a bad, bad idea to do that anyway. Came up the blaze and shot the place up, uh, or something like that. You think these guys would be coming to our defense? They find out it was Blaze Studios and be like, "Y'all got what y'all deserve." Y'all they never deserve. come defend us. Got what you deserve. And trust me, I, I listen, I got hate on it just this morning <laughs> about the how dare you keep peddling lies with an organization like the Blaze. I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's all you can say. Y'all like- deserve what you're gonna get. Shit. All right, hang tight. We'll be right back. <laughs>
My friend Eric July, thanks for coming on. Of course, anytime. Always welcome. Anytime. Always welcome. And uh, for Cannon's sake, make sure that you search that out. You, you're doing a show every day, right? Every day, Monday to Friday, 12 p.m. Central. Yeah, you, Good stuff. Always value what you have to say and your input and investment. Um, watchchad.com is where all the fun stuff is. Come on, see me out there on the road. We're having a good time. We're going getting back into the live shows. We're going to have some good stuff going on. Uh, we're in the Woodlands, Texas, next Friday night, April 29th. And uh, don't forget, sign up, blazetv.com slash Chad. Use the new promo code Chad. Get 10% off annual subscription. It's a pretty good damn investment, if you ask me. Uh, then you can do a little shopping at chadonblaze.com. Use promo code Chad10. Anywhere you go across the board, get your 10% off. Uh, tomorrow night is, of course, Thursday night. You know what we do. We're going to get off the rails. Who knows what's going to happen? We'll see you then. Love you. God bless you. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you.